he's really funny and he's smart and he's compassionate. And he's, you know, he's, he's a great kisser and all the stuff. And, then, oh, and you Peg. should see him get into a car. Like, <laughs> all the girls are like, oh, yeah. It's, it's like he's covered in lube. I think we're done. I think we're done. <laughs> um, this is Craig KY signing off. <laughs>Officially, one episode per day. Yes, you could. For an entire year, if you were, except this year. If you this were, year, you have to wait until next week <laughs> for that. If, if, you were, if you are joining us for the very first time, instead, go back, <laughs> watch episode one, and at this time next year, you will get to this episode. Yep. Or ne- this, this day next year, you'll get to next week's episode. Also, this is uh, officially counting our leap week that happened two or three years ago. Yeah. This is, uh, uh, we're, we're seven. We just turned seven. Yeah, this wow. Is, you would call this, if you, if you were a TV show, you would call this season eight. Woo-hoo. This is the premiere of season eight. Well, I'm honored that I'm here then. Which is no big deal. I mean, like podcasts run seven seasons, you know, seven years, like a new episode every single Wednesday. That happens every all the time. time. All that's the time. like every that's like every podcast you look up on it's barely, iTunes or it's barely worth talking about. I mean, those other things. A new episode no. every single week on the same day, always every single time for seven years. I mean that that happens. Yeah, everybody does that. Doesn't do that. If you're not doing that, you just suck at podcasting. Get on our level, guys. Jeez, <laughs> not that difficult. You just have to be a couple of people who are really anal retentive and, and once, have, you, once you get about two and a half years in you decide and you've been perfect you decide <laughs> i'm not going to be the one to drop the ball <laughs> you get stubborn and that's right it's not going to be me because uh if if one of us drops the ball me or mike um that's going to be something that the other one's going to write them about <laughs> for a long time <laughs> we're gonna have to like we'll have the the board that says you know this many days since a missed episode they'll have to Take erase a video, it and like a really big, dra- big giant zero <laughs> on it dramatic <laughs> or make it make it worse do tick marks yeah. have a big whiteboard with 300 and whatever tick full. marks that's just yeah. full to the point where you're putting like little tiny tick marks in the corner like, and get, then you have to wipe it, and then you just look at the, and you just got the eraser, and you're looking at the no, camera no. with a skull on your face, just wipe, wipe. No, but wipe, before that, wipe. you you reach down, you pick up the dry erase <laughs> eraser, still in its protective <laughs> cellophane covering, and you very slowly tear it open, take it out, kind of flex it a little bit, and then start erasing. Just staring into the camera. Yeah. He's like, in all angry. of our years, we've never had to have a guest host <laughs> until today. So, uh, I'm Craig. I'm Mike. And, and here uh, we are. I'm... Welcome back, Andal! Guys, it's good to be back. The amazing Ando. The amazing Ando, yes. Ando Valentine here, present as always. Well, not as always, and, you know, <laughs> until, you, until you hire me on as your third host one day. Oh, good Lord, would that tick off some people? <laughs> <laughs>
Well, we do have another microphone for the guests. Yeah, see, That's you got true. four now. We start so. doing a four, a four, a four spot for four people. I have to we... buy new chairs. <laughs> I have to get a new room. Maybe just move some of that crap <laughs> so people can walk around that end there if <laughs> there's two people over there. Or just reconfigure. I mean, that's a possibility. I don't know. It's, yeah, something that I want to do, but, you know. It's a lot of work. Life <laughs> stuff. Um, anyway, Universe, welcome, know, welcome. Everything. Welcome, Ando. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nice to see you guys again. Um, you too. I have something that I want to share with you. Oh, <laughs> My music's still yeah, that's playing. Not fun. You want to bring that back down again? Sorry about that. Go ahead, bring it back. <laughs> hey, there's lyrics to that. Yeah, it's it's a song. <laughs> it's a real song. Um, as always, we are recording this the weekend before it comes out on Wednesday. So by this Wednesday, this should happen. There should be. I don't know for sure when they're going to start, but they should start by Wednesday, and there should be books <gasps> in the mail Ooh. on their way to Capers. Deluxe hardcover Kickstarter backers. Woo! Yeah, the the, the, fulfillment, the fulfillment company that's doing all the mailing for me because I don't want to do that. I have people for that. <laughs> um, I'm paying people for that. <laughs> um, they have the books. They have the pins as of um, Friday. So nice. hopefully Monday, maybe Tuesday, they'll start sending some stuff out. I have seen so... photographic evidence. Oh boy. Uh oh. Wait a Craig's minute. Are you saving? Are you saving on oh! shipping? I am saving on shipping, Mike. Ooh, thank you. you. Ah. Um, and uh, in celebration, and oh, that is for you as well. Oh well, thank you. I and I mean, did I, did I, I hate to ask this on the air, but did I actually back? <laughs> I don't believe sure you did, I... and I don't care because I'm celebrating today. Oh well, thank you, Craig. That's so awesome. It, it's just a question of like, uh, you know, a couple months ago when you picked this day, mm-hmm. little did you know. I did. I did and not the, know. And if the ship and if the process had taken a little bit longer, it would have been a different guest. It would have been next week. And so whoever's uh, on the show <laughs> next week, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, then I have a very important question for you, Craig. Will you deface this book when this is over? <laughs> I will. I will gladly devalue your book by writing my name in it. There you go. Exactly. So what do you what do you like what do you think Mike do you like the ribbons I I love the yeah. Packer colored ribbons <laughs> Well and did you do that the, on purpose Uh it it worked out nicely what happened was the gold <laughs> no the gold is because the the the, the title's gold Sure okay and there's right. and there's gold in in um the uh, the chapter titles and, and green for money No there was we tried to do burgundy like the that's cover what, of the yeah, book. I, okay yeah and there's burgundy in the in the headers. Right, but it's um, the wrong. The problem. Burgundy. The problem was no. The problem was that the ribbon vendor had like three different types of burgundy that were one was really good and the other two were close enough and yeah. they were out of all of them. Oh. oh, so we ended up. It was it was a question of like, well, we can just sit on this and wait, or we can do it with something else. So we did green, like kind of lime green, uh, pale green, because the tables in the book. Yep, I noticed um, there was some green. of this pale green in there. Yeah. So there is that. some pale green in in the book. So and as it it just worked out nicely for uh, Mike that that mean that means uh, that the bookmarks are, are green and gold. Green and gold. This is gold really pack. pretty. <laughs> it turned out pretty good. I it really, did. It I did really turn like, out good. I really like the end pages. Those are like yeah. news, newspapers. Yeah, of, that uh, looks that looks pr- very spot on. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Sweet. Um, My uh, RPG collection just increased by one. Yes. <laughs> and um, and for people who are wondering, the, this book is actually a touch thinner than the uh, print-on-demand capers book because oh. the glossy coated paper is it's, a higher quality, a nicer, thinner paper. So it can be paper. thinner. So it can be thinner. The stuff that you get in print-on-demand is like basic 70-pound paper. 
Mm. It's you know, interesting, uncoded. So it's 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 a thicker page. Nice. So that book is thinner it's... by about the thickness of the cover. It seemed thinner to me. Yeah. Um, but it still is heavy because that paper, yeah. the paper that's in the other book, is more. It's thicker because it's more porous. That looks much better. Yeah, on those, the glossy. Those maps look really great. The on maps do look really good. The Chicago one in particular with the burned with edges. The, yep. A little bit too burned, but oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Also doesn't make sense because that fire happened like 30, 40 years earlier. Uh, 50 years Thematically, it's 50? Oh, Capers is, no, Capers is 20. In the 20s. The fire was the 1871. It was 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking 1880 something for some reason. I think October, if I remember correctly, 1871. Because it's 101 years before I was born. That's how I remember that. (laughs) Wasn't a cow. I know. It was either spontaneous combustion or potentially a meteor. Which is also what caused the fires in like all over the place. In Peshtigo in that and area. there was one that was like up by the other Great Lakes over by like Lake Huron in Canada or something. Mm-hmm. There was another fire over there on that same night. Mm. They think something came shooting out of the sky. Could be. That seems more up. likely than Speaking of shooting combustion. out of the sky, I watched um, <clears throat> uh, uh, color, f- oh, co- color Out of Space this morning. Color Out of Space is, um, uh, it is, uh, it's a movie. It's got Nick Cage in it. <laughs> um, oh. Actually, not nearly as over the top as he normally is, although he has his moments because of how what the movie is about. Did I did I see um, last week's guest Josh pimping this? Uh, I don't recall on he, Facebook. He might have. Um, I think he and he and Ray were talking about it. Well, I, I watched it on my TV. Somebody, one of those guys went to see something that they were talking about. Like, they oh, saw it in yeah. This, I don't know. I think Josh anyway. went to see it. Okay. Anyway, um, it's an HP Lovecraft story hmm. um, about a meteor strike um, that brings with it some thing. I mean, Ooh. if it's an HP Lovecraft story, it's going to have some thing, thing yeah. in it. In it. Um, it is, it is uh, believed, kind of, kind of considered by most to be the first of those types of stories that mm. HP Lovecraft did. Sweet. Um, and so it kind of kicked off. What it became, was good. What became the Cthulhu Mythos? It was pretty darn solid. Cool. Um, it's a pretty. Uh, it, it gets icky. It gets body horror. It, it gets very thing. The mm. thing. It gets. It gets into that. Mm. Um, but much. But better effects. Mm. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the the meteor comes down and affects people in a lot of different ways. And also, you know, so that you've got is Chakotay in it. You've got a lot of wackiness. No, that's Night of the Comet. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was a comet, not a meteor. Right. You know, Thank you. you know, maybe not to the Robert ex- Beltran. Sorry. <laughs> maybe n- not to the depth of Michael Sarah, but I also think Nicholas Cage gets more crap than he needs to. I think he is a little bit, you know, not he's I don't think he's as wacky as people like. Over no, I don't think, and I don't think he's an over actor. I think no, he's no. he's done some roles that called for being that big, and people, and people like that, so he yeah. kept doing it for a while. They, they seize on it because you know he has the ability to, to his eyes can look really wild when he yep. wants to, <laughs> and so people love to take the gifts of him having the wild eyes, you know. And it's like that's not the only thing he knows how to do, yeah. But he does know how to do that really well. Leaving, so. Las, <laughs> leaving Las Vegas, I mean, the man's got mm-hmm. chops. I've never actually seen that. Uh, it's dark. <laughs> yeah, he won the Oscar for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Nine ninety five. Playing a man, Ish. a man who drinks himself to death. Con yep. Air is good. Con Air is a lot of fun. Yeah, Cameron Poe. I mean, dude, if you like action movies, are you really expecting anything more, you know, subtle than Con Air? Like but this one's movie? got uh, it's got Nicolas Cage and then a whole bunch of people. Oh no, it's got uh, uh, Jolie, Jolie Williams, British actress. 
Um, and then a bunch of people you don't know. Um, and then um, Tommy Chong. He's <laughs> in a couple of scenes, and he's great. He's not. He's a weirdo. He doesn't play Chong. He's well. He's not. He's not a. He's not a pothead. He's just a weirdo. Okay. He's like a weirdo who lives out in the woods. Does he say things like "Hey, man"? No. He's actually. No? He's really interesting. No. He's a like. He turns into a pretty solid performance. Awesome. Um. And the the talk is that this is going to be be the beginning of a quote unquote shared universe trilogy. There. This director, mm, uh, the writer director, okay. is going to do the Dunwich Horror next, Ooh. and then potentially something else if they manage to keep it rolling. So fun. The the idea being because they did. I mean, like they literally like this took place in Arkham. A character wears a Miskatonic University T-shirt because he went to school there. So there's like this stuff from the Lovecraft stories that actually are in there rather than like where they gloss over it like they, mm-hmm. they paid homage like this is like this is the story mm-hmm. and this is you know it references so if you're a fan of his that, mythological there's a world. lot there's a lot uh, a lot of easter eggs well and see. that's the killer with with lovecraft stuff is lovecraft they've a lot of people have tried to make lovecraft stuff and it's tough to do because lovecraft comes across in the writing because he describes like it's this unfathomable thing that you can't possibly imagine this horror from beyond that so nothing defies, can possibly live up to defies understanding. The way it's written. If you and see it, you go so, insane. Well, right. When, right. So when you're reading it, you just imagine the worst thing that you can imagine, sure. and when you put it on the screen, people go. Womp, womp. Uh, <laughs> um, it's just a big squid. But this one, <laughs> this one is has a subject matter. So <laughs> yeah, it's I just, like squid. It's a big. It's a big walking <laughs> squid with wings. I mean, okay, so it's 300 feet tall, but whatever. How many beaks does it have? Just the one. <laughs> well, I don't I mean. I've never glanced between its legs, so I don't know what it's got going on in the old. Uh, so it's not the ones they use for those, region. for those hot pockets. Then no. Okay. Uh, but it it's it. This one also color out of space deals with like um, it doesn't have to do with like one of the great old ones or something. It has to do the the subject matter is just weird. It's mm. like this weird phenomenon, so that they could just make the phenomenon happen. Rather than trying to be like, okay, you know, here's a monster that will drive you insane if you see it. Because they did that with um, Bird Box. Mm-hmm. But they never show you the thing, which was the smart thing to do. Like in Bird Box, somebody, you never saw the monster, whatever it was. But when people saw it, you knew it because they immediately tried to kill themselves and everyone around them. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Lovecraft story. Not, oh. not based on an, any mm-hmm. actual book. I never but saw it, was, it. It was that type of story. Whatever it I've was ne- that you saw, it drove you suicidal i i never saw it but i saw the uh matt pat games uh film theory on it i just it's been a while i don't remember what he said about it anyway so they actually filmed like a test scene of like showing whatever the monster was supposed to look like and that thankfully ended up on the cutting room floor because i've seen it and it's terrible and it's womp womp (laughs) even if they had made it look really good (laughs) for the special effect it still would have been like well it's did you think is that much better if i don't see it (laughs) really is that is that the the number of beaks it has that's nowhere near enough beaks to be scary 17 beaks is not enough um are we ready to go i hope so because i pressed the button hey Uh uh-oh do you have the same soundboard app as me it's always been a little bit of a delay what's What's news news, craig (laughs) (laughs) i could have kept going i gave up florida this is not florida man or florida woman or florida person this is Florida. The Senate decides has decided that they want to uh, enact a law. They want to remove state laws, actually. like get, They want to get rid of laws. Imagine that. Specifically, laws regulating the telegraph. 
oh, these are the the, <laughs> the laws that just kind of yeah yeah technology outpaced them and everybody sure. just kind of they're still sitting in the books but nobody's done anything about them and for some reason somebody's got to bug up their butt like well we should make sure that uh we get rid of those laws regulating the telegraph because if somebody wants to use the telegraph there's no reason to regulate it anymore there's not enough you know there's not going to suddenly be all sorts of people online and there's not going to be like people trying to sell you stuff right. until the zombie apocalypse <laughs> happens and then that's somebody, the only way to communicate nobody's going to be doot, 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 any sort of pyramid scheme at you or phishing <laughs> scam <laughs> dash dash dot 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 dash dash nigerian prince wants what nigerian prince what <laughs> No, that's an I, not an Oh, sorry. Well, that makes much more sense. Yeah, the Florida State State Senate um, sent Republican Governor uh, Ron DeSantis a bill uh, recently that removes an entire chapter of state law regulating the telegraph industry, including $50 penalties for not promptly delivering messages. <laughs> 50 wow. bucks. Wow. At the time, yeah. Holy crap. That, that was yeah. $50. At, that was a lot. When the telegraph was happening, that's like multiply that by... You know, depending on what year you're in, multiply that by 12 to 15. Wow. Um, or maybe as, as high as 20 if you go so all the So basically not an insignificant up, up fine. Yeah. 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 Is that Back to the Future 2 where Doc Brown bust, busts out his, uh, his uh, like Halliburton case, his <laughs> aluminum suitcase full of money from all decades? Yeah. And it's like that case alone, the contents of that are, are worth millions because it's like, old it's like a whole fat stack of old timey money you know from going way back it's like why would you need to have that well i guess if you're time traveling to those time periods you can just exchange it yeah. for, it's actually cheaper in, in um in 30 rock kenneth who's a rube from stone mountain stone mountain georgia um is that the blonde guy that's the the, the assistant guy yeah, the yeah. Kind of reddish haired guy the younger guy um, he plays penny's the one that has no, uh, no chin meth addicted brother on uh big bang theory right that's the same actor i couldn't tell you i okay. haven't watched the big bang theory in four years um but uh he uh well he was on he inherits four years ago. he inherits a bunch of money and it comes in the form of actual cash and it's confederate currency <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> which is worthless because the confederate gold is on the bottom of lake michigan <laughs> or Somewhere, apparently, according to History Channel. What else is news? I thought you were going <laughs> to... The the Florida man story is that politician that got caught with meth at some party. No. Oops. <laughs> That's not surprising. It's like a sex party with meth or something. Well, what's was... a sex party without meth? Am I, I mean... am I right, Ando? Am I right? <laughs> <sighs> I mean, if you're doing one, might that's, as well. That's just rock candy, yes, by the I, way. Yes, I know. This was at AndoCon. I know. <laughs> almost two years, which I actually have been seeing the post. to AndoCon 2018 was two years ago. Yeah. I've been seeing the post. Oh, got, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, a the, memory from, from playing the late today. game. And... I got a memory from the one four years ago. Yeah. Popped up well, because 2016 and 2018 were like the same weekend. About the same time. So, I, had, I, I had one pop up of the, the surreptitious photo that I, that I took of Mike when he didn't know I was there when he went over to the bar to get a drink at one point i just took a photo of you like you put that on facebook yeah oh (laughs) i never saw that you don't read facebook often enough you don't poop it you know you you go in there you poop you get business done you don't necessarily scroll through your whole facebook feed i don't even look at facebook when i poop anymore (laughs) okay anyway (laughs) um that's what i'm doing emails so is there do you got news i do Somebody died. Somebody died. People are dying all the time. 
Max von Sydow. Oh yeah, Ming the Merciless. Yeah, the the Three Eyed Raven. Yes. I didn't realize he was as old as he was. He, he was, was ninety, right? About to turn ninety-one next oh, month. About to turn ninety-one. Yeah. yeah. You ever see? I mean, people know him from a lot of these genre roles, but yeah. like, if you're you're you, when when everything was circulating about him, did you ever see some of those old black and white photos of him as a young leading man? Yes, they have those handsome uh, devil. Well, yeah. Am I am <laughs> one of I, these articles? Have am those. I mistaken, or in so, some movie or other, didn't he play literally Jesus in uh, one of the movies? Probably. I, th- I think if he you're did. an actor as long as Max von Sydow <laughs> was, probably played you've Jesus. probably played Jesus at some point, and you've probably played Robin Hood and Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> <laughs> just because those get made constantly. Yeah. Actors who have played Jesus. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> this is this could be its own segment. <laughs> Don't rabbit yeah. hole so, too much. How many how many credits credits does he have on IMDb? I'm looking at actors who have played Jesus. Max von Sydow shows up sixth. Well, I mean, you start from the beginning. Christian Bale, Jim Caviezel, Liam Neeson. Oh, Jim Caviezel played the horror version of yeah. Jesus, where he got like body passion of the Christ, crushed right? and destroyed but and torn apart. Liam Neeson's played Jesus. My favorite story. Yeah, my favorite story about Passion Which of the movie? Christ. I don't know. Pilgrim's something that starts with P-R-O. Progress, probably. (laughs) My story about Passion of the Christ, I did not see it in theaters, but a friend of mine told me that they went to see it in the theater. And of course, because this is the South, I'm I'm sure it happened throughout the country, but especially because it's the South, um, there were multiple parents who came in with their very young children Mm -hmm. to watch similar stories. The Passion of the Christ. The crucifying. Yeah. Jesus, the beating and sticking through the side with a spear and ripping skin off his back with a cat with a uh-huh. spiked cat of nine tails. That Jesus story. They brought their, you know, seven year old in to watch. I, I've heard more. a lot of similar stories of people. I didn't see it in you theaters see either. Exposed I exposed ribs. Yeah. I, I only saw it on the on <laughs> DVD back. later. I didn't see it in the theater. And I've only seen it the once and I don't think I could see it again. It was just too intense. I, I haven't <laughs> seen it. It's oh. something. You and McGregor It's a thing. It's a thing, yeah. Played Jesus. Also in fifth place, ahead of Max von Sydow, Uh-oh. Will Ferrell in the list of... What? When did he, when did he play Jesus? In he the probably... film Superstar. Oh. Superstar. Okay. I never saw that one. Let's see, um, Ray Fiennes, Willem Dafoe, uh, famously The Last Temptation of Christ. That one was really good, if you haven't seen that. Uh, some guy named Justin Thoreau. Does Harvey Keitel lose his stupid accent for that one? Mm-hmm. Or is it Harvey Keitel sounding like Harvey Keitel in Judea? I... <laughs> It's been a while since I've seen it. We but don't, you don't if know I had the to, Judean accent I might have been like that. I don't know at all. If I had to guess, he sounds like Harvey Keitel. <laughs> because Harvey Keitel cannot lose his accent. Claude Heater. And anyway, 163 credits for Mr. Von Sydow. That's, that's pretty impressive. That's Jeremy Sisto job, played Jesus. Everybody's played Jesus. This is, none of this is surprising. My dad has played Jesus. It's at a church play, uh, obviously, um, back when I was a teenager, um, hey. like 17, 18, my dad played Jesus, and I played Judas Iscariot in the same play. Oh. So I got to betray my own father. That was fun. you know. <laughs> Cliff Curtis from Fear of the Walking Dead, first season, the New Zealand sure. guy. He played Jesus. A career that spanned 71 years. Yeah. First role in 1949, just four years out of the big one. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Matthew Modine. Anyway. That's the last one on this list that I recognize. Yeah, because you don't know all 
<laughs> the names of all actors because all of them have played Jesus at some time and a number of actresses, I'm sure. What else is news, Craig? Oh, good Lord. Let's see. What do I got? Uh... Are you closing the Max Fun site I paid for the last time? Mm, not necessarily. I might look at uh, what else, what other movies he's been in and be like, oh, I've never seen that. Maybe, maybe I'll watch a, a Max movie today. Um... Until the End of the World is a good movie with him in it, just because it's so effing weird. <laughs> it's like, um, who's the, it's a, who's that? Or Vim Venners, is that the guy? Anyway. He played Jesus one time. Um, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, Mike, you like bacon. Love it. Um, bacon, 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 like actual bacon, but also like there are things you eat that are bacon flavored. That yeah. don't necessarily have bacon in them, but they have the bacon stuff that they put which in is there. usually just smoky flavor and salt right but, but it yeah tastes like bacon some things are better bacon person ando not anymore actual bacon is the not best anymore okay um and always before i preferred turkey bacon to pork bacon anyway and now i don't uh, now pescatarian so. well mike um if you would like to get um, a bacon flavored bacon tasting substitute there's um, some people that are making bacon they can make imitation bacon, leather, and styrofoam from fungus. From this big, white, puffy fungus. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, biotech You firm. can eat bacon now. <laughs> or bacon. They already make plant-based bacon. Bacon-ish, yeah. A bio, <laughs> but but this is... biotech firm in New York is designing a plant-based packing material that could replace styrofoam. It's made from mycelium. Mycelium, mycelium. Mycelium. Mycelium, yeah. which is basically the root structure of mushrooms. It's the... Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. I think that's it's under the same, all of us like right now. Is that the same thing that uh that corn is made out of? Q U O R corn. 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 I don't uh I don't I don't know. It might be. I think so. Because because Katie May and I get that too, yeah. sometimes. Quait you and Quady May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Quady May get corn. <laughs> interesting that <laughs> interesting that you bring up bacon. Even though I no longer eat it, I do have a story from some years ago that actually relates to bacon because Katie May's mom also really likes bacon. And Bake so bacon. <laughs> and so one year for she I th- like quits like it. Like with the bacon. Like it. Go ahead, Ando, sorry. I can't remember now Katie May Quant. would be able to. I can't remember now. <laughs> Why am I even here? Um, I was thinking it. I didn't say it. I'm going to let you go. That's my job. That's my job to say it when we're both thinking it. I don't remember whether it was her birthday or Mother's Day. She would remember, not me. But um, one year, uh, KMA and I decided to do this special bacon holiday for her and like and Katie and her Katie May's brother got in on it too, and they got her like bacon, uh, like the, the envelopes where the the gluey liquid flavor like bacon. <laughs> oh, and those I haven't seen. Those, that's excellent. good. Bacon salt and all this sure, kind of stuff. Sure. And so what yeah. we decided to do this was when we still uh, had lived in the house over in Woodstock and. Um, I decided that, you know, it's pretty common to do bacon burgers, you know, hamburgers with bacon on them. But I decided there's – I could take this a step further, and I did. We made bacon burgers, by which I mean I took some ground beef, and I took some, uh, like, high-quality pork bacon, and I put them in a blender and, and blended it and made a mass of a mixture of ground beef and ground bacon and then formed those into patties and – Okay, I see. I see. He's hand, Mike's handing out all of his bacon yes, all stuff, of like your his bacon, bacon stuff. lip balm and his bacon gumballs. 
bacon flavored. Um, trying to distract me from telling this bacon story. Sunflower seeds. So the point is, I made actual bacon burgers. Those are old. <laughs> from beef and guy bacon. that just had a crown. And I'm done. <laughs> Ground beef and ground bacon burgers. Mm. Yes, like and grilled them all together. So your oh, yeah. your burger had beef with bacon all all mixed, intertwined, all in together. So I you, don't know that I've had that, and now I really want it. You overcame the like, problem. Like I want to go do that right now. You, <laughs> can you we over- stop recording while I go buy bacon and <laughs> ground beef if I can find it? You overcame. The, Good luck. The, you overcame the potential problem of making a bacon cheeseburger where you might not evenly distribute the bacon on your burger and end up with one or two bites that have no bacon. Yeah. In it. You've now you can exactly now you make well sure done. there's bacon well actually more like medium only. ando 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 saw a problem <clears throat> he applied uh, himself and he solved it well done that's well thank you i, I like to, i like to see that you're like the apple I, of hamburgers you <laughs> see how other companies do hamburgers wrong you're you making study cheeseburgers it, and then and, could be missing a few and, bites of bacon <laughs> and, and you come out with the superior product a couple of years later I mean, I will also, I'm sure Katie May was part of this creative process as well. I don't think that it was entirely my idea, but, you know, we are a creative brain trust. We work really well together, so. There you go. Wow. I kind of want to make that now. It, oh it really was tasty. I will wonder say if that. I can, wonder if I can find ground beef and bacon in no, the stores right now. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Oh, okay. We'll do this then. I'll just have spaghetti. Apparently nobody buys spaghetti. <laughs> what are and- you doing? What the hell is this? Oh, come this on. Is, uh, this is some guy named Sam Chaplin who Man, had his choir uh, rehearsal canceled. And uh, so he came, went home and wrote this song instead. Ugh. Well, there's toilet paper in his piano. Trying to bring the volume down, I hit every one but the one that that was. <laughs> we're, we're past the good part where he did COVID nineteen. Yeah. and it's come on Eileen, yeah. which is the best part of the song. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, all the stuff about the Lou roll. <laughs> He's got like two dozen rolls of toilet paper on the top of his piano. People are crazy. Yep. Speaking of, it is now safe, according to Apple, to use disinfectant wipes on your iPhone. In case you were wondering. Either Clorox disinfecting wipes or a 70% alcohol wipe. So, if you're going to do the thing I suggested last week, which is to pour alcohol over your face, we discussed it needed to be 60%. I don't know where that came from. So now it needs to be 140 proof. So that you can 
pour it on your face and then on your on your phone and then onto your face and then into your mouth. So go get I guess just just get Everclear to be safe. Right, <laughs> sure. people. Or just pure alcohol. <laughs> Kill or, yourself. It's yeah. just you can't find pure alcohol anywhere. It's yeah, all out. That's true. Um, uh one more quick apple bite. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna try to find that sound effect. You're uh, you're still rolling on your video over <laughs> the, there. The, the, the sound effect that doesn't actually sound like somebody biting an apple. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> was that paper tearing what is that speaking of apple fixing other people's problems um they have patent uh patented a technology they patent stuff all the time most of it 99 percent of it we never see but uh, a lot of companies have yeah. tons and tons of patents that yeah. we never know about they have patented a technology the, the, this article says it could solve the biggest issue with foldable devices where they crack and split and get all messed up in the at the hinge and what it is is it's if you bring, let's say you have an iPad and a MacBook Pro, kind of like I, I'm holding on to right now, you could like put the one screen close up against the other one and it would know and it would go and it would span the screen from one to the other. You do it with two phones, with two iPads, with an iPad phone, with a phone in your mm. laptop. Interesting. So, so it's going to be. They're taking the fold out of the out of the foldable phone, and saying you want you want to have a screen that folds. Fine, just put your screen up against one of your other screens. Bam, <laughs> two different screens, two different planes, no cracks, no breaks, no bones about it. It's a foldable device. It's not a foldable screen. <laughs> it's a foldable pair of of devices. Yes. <laughs> and it's probably going to be, you know, only available on devices I won't be able to afford for the next, you know, 10 years. So by the time I would be able to afford something that could actually do that, it'll be passe or failed. <laughs> That's entirely possible. Don't sell yourself short, man. <laughs> You're building an empire. <laughs> Got to patent that, we'll get there. that bacon burger paste that you came up with. Because <laughs> you could sell that in a bottle. <laughs> or a tube. <laughs> like a big... <laughs> Well, I'll say the one thing. It Make actually the burger as big as because you never know. Like you like can, a cookie get, dough thing, right? You can get well, no, no, no. You, it's got to be got to spooge it out as big as you want it because you can get little. That sounds terrible. Don't don't take that sound bite out of context. No, because you get like little. You can get little hamburger buns, but then uh-huh. you can also get like really Sliders. big Kaiser rolls. Oh, there's all like kinds that. of sizes. So, yeah. What are you in the mood for? Great big Kaiser roll burger. You know, just or a little slider. Just keep squeezing. <laughs> Want a bigger burger? Just keep squeezing. Wow, there's the tagline. Trademark, line. yeah. <laughs> Endo burger. Just keep squeezing. <laughs> Nike, just just do it. Endo burger. Just, just keep squeezing. squeezing. <laughs> now I'll say one thing, from... and it's a big dollop of burger stuff that looks a little bit but, like, like the, the crap yeah, emoji. Like... <laughs> now the thing but is, but he's licking his lips. <laughs> thing is we would absolutely need to to look into a better uh bacon like thing because the problem i had when i did it before is that the bacon didn't like because you're, there's a difference between taking you know ground beef that's you know been meat that was sent through with like an industrial grinder and you get the cute you know the good little bits but if you don't have a home grinder which i didn't and i was just doing this literally like in a 
blender or food processor or something. You have the danger of making things too small or well, too big. No, it wasn't that. It was the the bacon was so sticky and it was big from ch- the fat. Yeah, it yeah. just it didn't actually do a very good job of breaking down into little pieces. There was like little bits and pieces mm, of the sure. meat, but then the fat just had kind of long strings through it. So right. Well, you'd have to get like the super lean bacon yeah, and then get like the you know the fatty burger. Yeah, there, to, put the, there, to make sure you got enough fat basically R and D. There needs to be R and D to put the beef oh, yeah, and the yeah. bacon together. Yeah. We you need... know, we only had a prototype back in the day. You, know? <laughs> you didn't have a chance to work. It was a proof this. of concept. <laughs> you didn't have a have a budget, right? <laughs> and unfortunately, and a time timetable. And unfortunately, and also fortunately, you ate the prototype. <laughs> <laughs> So we grilled them out, which is, of course, the way to do it. Sure. They were really good on the grill. Just so you know. Anything else? Or are we uh, we rolling into uh, talking? What's the plan? Mike, got something? I think Ando has something. Okay, I, well, I asked two things we haven't covered yet. Let's remember? go. All right. So um, I'll go ahead and get the fun one out of the way here. Because um, the other one's going to suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, at this point, anyone who, who has heard my appearances knows that when we get to the, so, Ando, what's been going on with you lately? Uh, everything we hear about these days has been Shadows of a Dark Past, my upcoming podcast. And there is news, which both of you already know about, because you've already both <laughs> done something with this. But um, one of the things that I have talked about is one of the last steps before it's ready to go live is a crowdfunding campaign to host the, uh, the, I mean, to fund the hosting of the files and uh, paying the actors, getting a couple of fees, that, you know, things that we need to do. Um, that campaign, which is on Indiegogo, is live and has been live for a month. We are at, uh, thank you. I think I, there are, uh, I want to say 29 days remaining in the campaign, 28, 29, something like that. So just under a month remaining, which, of course, by the time this goes live will be a few less than that. But we are like, 85% to our funding goal. Excellent. We need less than 200 more dollars and we will yeah, you got it right up there. Your numbers we, checked out. Okay. 29 days, 85%. There we go. And so we Wow. So so what See what I he, have to put up with? Yeah. So he, less he than check stuff that I say. Less than $150 left and we will be funded. Excellent. And the good one of the things about Indiegogo is that uh, I've got it on a what they call the flexible funding, which means unlike with the Kickstarter, which you can do it this way even on Indiegogo. But um, if you don't hit your funding goal, you know, they can have it where you don't get anything if you don't hit it. But the flexible funding is you still get anything that you raise, even if you don't technically meet your goal. It's just that the Indiegogo takes a higher percentage of fees Ouch. out of it. Hmm. So if you don't make your goal, you're going to be paying more to the fees. But so you not only do you get less money than you intended, but you get even less money. Yes. But the thing, the <laughs> reason that Indy I bring Coco. that up, the reason that I bring that up is that with what we have already raised, even if I didn't get anybody else contributing, which I really do hope. I mean, we've got almost a month. We surely should be able to finish that out. I Come on, no... listeners. You know you want to hear this, too. Um, Actually, it, you probably want to hear this Even if I didn't raise anything. listening to right now. <laughs> even if I didn't Truth. raise anything more, what we've got right now, I could still host it. And I could still do most of the things. If if we didn't get anything else, all that would happen is I'd unfortunately have to pay the voice actors less than I would like to. Ooh. But I don't, don't want to do that. Yeah. No. The, 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 I really don't think it's going to come to that. I have very, very high confidence that this is going to work out just fine. I'm not worried at all. And uh, so with less than a month left in that, so it's going to end in mid-April. Um, I was just last night, as a matter of fact, meeting with my associate producer, who's also doing the audio editing work. 
Um, and she still has very high confidence that, especially now with everyone's kind of staying home a lot, uh, that she'll have <laughs> she'll be able to knock this all out. We will be able to do have the editing done by mid to late April. Uh, there are some things that we obviously need to do for the backer rewards, like ordering some of the materials and you know ordering the physical CDs for the backers who get those um, and getting those out. But the point is. I think that it's still well on track to sometime during the month of May have all of the rewards going out to the backers, which means will also that that will signal the begin being able to put up the first episode publicly live. So hopefully, hopefully sometime during the month of May, Shadows of a Dark Past will go live. I don't know how the scheduling is going to go. For May, because we haven't done it yet, and you don't know exactly when this is going to happen. Yeah, it's still so kind I'm of going up to, in the air. I'm going to suggest this. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just schedule you when we schedule you, and mm-hmm. if it works out nicely, it works out nicely. <laughs> and if it doesn't, and if you're going to be going, if you're going to have that episode go mm-hmm. on, um, like, you know, two weeks before you're going to be on the show or something like that, how about we have you call in for five minutes Yeah, and sure. do a quick kickoff well, and we, I, have, we have the technology. Yeah, well, and of course <laughs> talk the, about it at the beginning of the episode with whoever is the guest that day. Right. And we'll, and we'll give you a shout-out right away, right away on day one so you see some downloads. Well, that's awesome. And the good news is also since both of you are my friends on Facebook, you, uh, not that you really are on Facebook much. Occasionally Mike, but, I but, see but things Craig, when Facebook yeah, yeah. tells me about them. Yeah, the point is you're going to – I'm posting about this stuff all the time. You're going to know just as well as I do. So we'll keep in touch about when things are going to go live. But uh, because of all of that, it's also been really, you know, it's lighting up, you know, this, uh, this spark of excitement, this fire under me. And even though, obviously, season one isn't even live yet, I've already been working on season two. I am now a little bit over halfway done writing the first draft of season two. And even the parts that are not actually like the dialogue written, I have all of the scenes basically outlined with a skeleton of this is who's going to be in this scene and what it needs to accomplish. So basically season two, I know exactly everything that's going to happen in it and it's over half written. Awesome. So this, this, this thing is really in my head taking off. So all I need is some people to get behind me, which we've already got a fair number of people. And like this, I'm so, so so hyped. So if you were, if you were debating about whether or not to jump on board for season one, thinking, well, what if, what if I actually like it? What if I get into it? And then that's all there is. No, there's going to be a season two. At least. At At least. least. My, I've had people, I've actually had somebody ask me, um, how many seasons do you think you're going to do? You know? And it's like, well, obviously I can't a hundred percent know because you know, it, it, it could like flop and it's not worth my time to do more than one or two, or it could really take off and, you know, be worth my time to keep going. But my current thoughts are maybe four or five seasons and I might call it quits there partially because what i'm even starting because all the ideas that have started to branch out from these characters i could even i'm even envisioning this as being kind of like becoming a an anthology type thing where there's other stories that are still in this same universe and maybe tangentially related but are different sets of characters in different circumstances so you know depending on how this well this goes and if people seem to like what i put out i could really really you know see this going in lots of different directions plus as as craig and i have proven if you build up enough inertia in the beginning <laughs> you get and stubborn, then, you and then you're stop. stubborn there's there's no stopping you it yeah can, it can go forever <laughs> and it forever. will forever and ever and ever and ever <laughs> kind of sounds like you're maybe warning him about something <laughs> 
tone, just, something about the tone in your voice. <laughs> it'll just the look on your face. And <laughs> anyway, looking forward to it. We're living proof. <laughs> so I really hope, I genuinely hope everyone enjoys hearing it. And uh, when it comes out, I am, sh- you know, you will be among two of the first to know. I promise. Mm-hmm. Especially considering both of you have backed the campaign, so both of you are getting rewards. Yay! So you're gonna you're gonna have access to the whole thing on day one anyway. So and and, and what we're a- better than you, you are. We're <laughs> better than you are. Unless you're going <laughs> back right now. Unless exactly. you're going back. And what are those reward levels? Oh, thank you for asking. As a matter of fact, so there are three reward tiers. Um, the lowest one is just called Early Bat, and that is a ten dollar tier. And at $10, you get, on day one, a digital download for the entire first season. You get all 15 episodes in one go. Binge. Yeah. And and um, it should be somewhere in the neighborhood of three and a half-ish hours, so that's totally doable in one to two sittings if you're really, you know, into it. Um, there's a couple of other minor th- – there's like a uh, – we're going to do a desktop and mobile wallpaper mm-hmm. series, and that's going to be there uh, in that reward tier as well. Uh, the next tier up is the uh, is called Acolyte. It is at fifty dollar tier, and at that level, in addition to the digital download and the wallpapers, you will also get a physical CD that contains the entire first season on it, so you can listen to it anywhere you happen to be, and it'll have our cool logo on the front. And be really I neat. can put it in my disc man. You can. Um, you'll also sweet. What? You, you, oh. You're looking all excited there, Mike. <laughs> I, I still buy physical media whenever possible. Well, I, I love so this physical is, media. So this is right up my alley. Um, and there's, in addition... There's, this is right up my disc, man. In addition to the physical CD, there's also going to be some exclusive behind-the-scenes content that we'll throw in at the mm-hmm. $50 level, as well as a digital movie poster Ooh. for us that'll have like, you know, our logo and all the cast and crew at the bottom in a really cool movie format. Sweet. Um. And then there, and I think we're also throwing in there a sticker and a postcard as some other physical merch. Then the final top tier backer. You is... make the backer into a vampire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. I'm sorry. I wish. I, I wish. But no. The 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 final I tier. I already hate the sun. <laughs> and I get up so early. I might as well just be up at night. And you've been sucking the blood out of my, <laughs> out of me for like. 15 years. <laughs> the final tier is always making it about you, Craig. It does. Can't I think about have... Allison and how I've been sucking the blood out of her all, this, all oh, these that's years. That's true, too. Draining her life force. <laughs> the final tier is called Devotee, and it is for $100, which, yes, I know that sounds like a lot, but in addition to everything that I have already discussed above, you get a Devotee shirt? No, it's not, no, that, not that kind it's not of that Devotee. Jeez, Mike. Oh, it's one word. I'm sorry. Yeah. Devotee. I don't mean a t-shirt with Devo on it. Although that would be pretty cool. Um, (laughs) I'd whip it. (laughs) Whip it good. (laughs) 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 Okay, anyway. Oh, boy. I would also whip it. Four's an orange whip. Orange whip. Orange whip. Three orange whips. Okay. So, so what else is coming? The, in adi- for the devotee level, in addition to the digital download of the first season, the physical CD of the first season, and the uh, the movie poster download, the, the disc and the merch, and all the, that stuff. In addition to all, all that, you will also <laughs> get a physical copy of that movie poster Ooh. that is signed <gasps> by the cast. Wow! You'll also get a group. 
What? what it keeps what? going? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're sitting there looking at it. I'm having trouble remembering everything on the list because of all the dings. You're doing but, really good. Okay. Uh, there's, <laughs> al- <laughs> there's also going to be um, – oh, sorry. A $50 level. Sorry, sorry. Let me go back. At every what? level, it's t- $10 and $50 level. You will get obviously thanked by us during uh, at the end of uh, episodes during the season. That's part of – you'll sure. be thanked because you're helping us. At the $100 level – because uh, everyone below that will just get thanked one time during the season. We'll kind of space them out during the ends of episodes. For the $100 level, you get thanked during a break in the middle of the episodes, every episode. Whoa. In addition to that, all of those it's things. It's like a commercial for I you. I know, I know. <laughs> you'll also, uh, this is kind of a small thing, but you'll also get a video shout out from the cast delivered to you and a handwritten personalized thank you note from me oh i think that's about it have i missed anything there mike you're over there at the page have i missed anything significant you, you got everything cool. i don't know the rewards are a little light <laughs> i mean considering everything else that's in really, there a hundred dollars really for all that. of that <laughs> i i honestly I don't, know if that, I don't know if that's a value <laughs> is that a value mike i, I was kind of shocked <laughs> when i read when I read these, I must be crazy giving you all. Of I'm this like, stuff. this is awesome. I'm like, I mean, I was backing it anyway, but like, oh, like sweet. <laughs> so bonus for me. So and one of the one of the and and one of the coolest things about this all is that we have, of course, obviously done like you know some advertising already on done some Facebook ads and stuff, and. It doesn't surprise me that we've had a couple of people that I, you know, when I see the the backers, I'm like, oh, I know that person. Oh, there's one of my friends. You know, there's you know, one of my family, one of those kinds of things. And I see, oh, here's a person I don't know. It's someone who must have seen the ad or a friend of a oh, friend. Oh, wow, cool. And I've seen a couple of those that, like, the I was expecting all those to be early back. Dude, I've gotten some acolytes and devotees. I have no idea who they are. Nice. I am sure, so fans, pumped about there's this. There's fans of the show out there. I can't wait to bring this to, to the public. I can't. You know what I want? What I want a I want a single person premium tier, (laughs) two hundred bucks maybe, or maybe maybe even you could do you know limited to a few people, um, but just a few, Mm -hmm. and you get all the other stuff. (laughs) Get all you get all the stuff. Few people that might be in this room. (laughs) I'm not not saying that. Get all the stuff. Um, and I assume that given that this is Dark Shadows and that, that it is it is Well it's whole, not oh whole, it's not Dark Shadows canon. It, it is inspired ish, by ish, Dark right. Shadows. It's, it's in the style of yes. um that it's horror kind of stuff that happens. Gothic horror drama, there's yeah. There's probably um somebody screams at some point or another. In the first season, no, not really. Okay, so maybe you prepped this for the second season then. <laughs> so you make sure you work some screaming in there and you let somebody that backs at the $200 level they'll they record a screen for you <laughs> and it becomes like your own personal Wilhelm scream <laughs> that you can use multiple times in yeah. the next season <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man yeah <laughs> that one that one <laughs> anyway give yeah. it some thought maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in case yes uh for the last time please do uh, j- listeners jump on uh and just because it, it may hit a funny goal does not mean you can't still jump in because if you want any of these you know rewards if you want like physical copy of the cd and everything you got to get in before we go live that's and that's will, a one-time offer there's a link to this in the show notes right oh Mike? yeah oh yeah there is a link okay huge cool. link <laughs> i'm getting a raging Look at the link. size of that link <laughs> you're gonna need 
like the biggest Kaiser role ever when we plop this link down. Okay. <laughs> what else were we going to talk about, Ando? Okay. So, um, Good Lord. <laughs> last time that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> we broke Ando. Again. So I think, Ando, while, while you're composing well, no, yourself. No, I got it. Last time I was on the show, I came in talking about re, you know, TV show remakes and reboots and stuff. We talked about Lost in Space and Battlestar Galactica and a couple other TV shows. Um, not that TV is the only thing that I care about, but keeping on that role. Uh, today, I th- wanted to uh, bring up the topic of um, recasting roles. Uh, TV shows have to do this from time to time. It can be anything from, you know, a, a child, uh, a, you know, a young role who either needs to grow up quicker than the actor can or the actor grow up quicker than the role was supposed to. Um, or in some cases, you know, you have creative differences and someone leaves a show or they just say, I, I want out of the show. They get written out or yep. any any number of reasons. You know, sometimes but, it's someone gets whatever pregnant. Re- but some- for whatever reason, they recast rather than just having the character leave the show Boom. and introducing the character. There you go. Yep. And so... Awesome. We could talk happens about a lot, these things. Happens a lot in family shows yeah. because you can't very easily just have like, well, looks like another dad left their family. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not a message we want to be sending on this, you know. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Latchkey Kids. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, yeah, well, okay, so what do you, what do you got? What are so, the ones that stick out in your mind on that? People, Actually, let's start. Let's start can we start go, with Mike? Yeah, yeah Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, do you have any? Mike, Mike, Mike. It's not the only one. I, you might not have many. Cause you I were can't think of a TV show. You couldn't remember. And we, you can do I'm, movie franchises if you want to. Well, recast a character okay, in the so movie Thank you for letting, letting. Thank you for letting me go first. And this is okay. So, we'll come back to you. Fine. Don't no, be no. smarty, smarmy. <laughs> Wipe that push off your face. <laughs> <laughs> so the, there's there's a third of this movie that exists with this actor. But we've never seen any of it. Oh, we've seen some of it if you look for it on the interwebs. Yes. Yeah. Back to the Future. Eric was, Stoltz. Eric Stoltz they played redid, Marty they McFly. They redid the role and they got rid of him because Eric Stoltz was playing it too dark. Yep. Really? Yeah. I have not. Like, you know how fun and happy it's like, oh, and Marty McFly is going off and he. He was pretty he's, happy go lucky. Yeah. He's, a, he's yeah. just kind Eric of your Stoltz was average brood, teenager. Was a broody he was all goth. Like, and he they was got, dressed all in black. They got yeah. partway through the movie, like third of the way through filming his stuff, and they were like, "This is this isn't working. Going to work." Well, that sounds to me like it was partially not only him, but if they, I mean, if they wardrobed him in all black and had him, at, I mean, like surely there's, some direction. There's a lot is of factors at yeah. fault there too, and but, they don't, you know, they've they've said they don't hold anything against him. That yeah, you know, they just, try to say it as nice as possible. <laughs> it's that, not you, it's us. <laughs> but it's just, it just it just wasn't working out, and they needed to go a different direction. <laughs> Have you seen the Harry Potter movies? I've uh, one and a half. I okay, think. so well they recast Dumbledore. Oh yeah, they, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the yeah. guy died. Because the old yeah. uh, Michael Gambon. There's there's like a good reason no, to recast Richard Harris. Was Richard the one Harris who died. came. Yeah, it's a good reason to recast a character when your actor dies. I mean, yeah, there's there's that, that. Okay, well let's just keep going around the table because Mike's Mike's feeling put on the spot here. I apologize. <laughs> okay, so uh, the obvious ones for from me are going to come from Dark Shadows. Uh, I've talked a lot about <laughs> how can they recast people. Yeah, I've talked a lot about that. You know, ran for a long time, and they were they just nothing changed, and they never addressed anything. And there were numerous uh, characters. To me, one of the 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 one that I will uh, at least first bring up is the character of Victoria Winters, who is literally at the start of the show in 1966, the number one main character, the central pivotal character of the entire show. The story revolves around her for the first year and a half or so until Barnabas Collins comes into the picture. 
And then the show becomes the Barnabas Collins show. And then Alexandra Mulkey, the actress, wanted off of the show because guess what? Was it was it, not that was, interesting for her anymore. She wasn't the star of the show anymore. Well, it wasn't like, even about well, being a star. In, it wasn't interesting. Her character just became bland just and boring. Didn't do anything. And her. so she wanted out of the show. And rather than – and basically what they ended up doing is said, okay, well, then you can go. We're not ready to let the character go yet. And they recast a new character – I mean, new actress. She was in it a couple episodes and then – they that wasn't a permanent recasting and they changed actresses again <laughs> oh jeez so there was a third at three different actresses who played victoria winters before they finally got around to writing her character out of the show so do you think they had like on on the sound stage there was a door and behind that door was like a line of five actresses that all kind of looked the same <laughs> and they would just open next. the door next <laughs> wow that quickly yeah wasn't the 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 male lead in I Dream of Jeannie? Yes. yes. There were two different, dicks. Two, That's different right. dicks. two different dicks. <laughs> a, couple yeah. of, a couple of dicks. What, One was Sergeant slightly and more York. Yep, Dick York. That misshapen the than the other. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just, what a couple they of just dicks. Re- recast the, as, with a, like a clean cut, dark haired guy, but sure. otherwise, you know, clearly a different person. I actually watched that show when I was a kid at, in reruns and syndication. Um, and the, I didn't who notice. Who the hell is this guy? No, of course he did. No, I was too young. I didn't notice. And here, here's the thing too. And and this is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I might step on somebody's toes. This is, this is, this has been studied. This happens. Mm-hmm. People of one ethnicity or race sometimes have trouble discerning differences yep. in people. It in is faces true. Yes, of people true. of of other races because they're just not used to seeing as much variation, and they might. So that's the you know. Do all of us look alike? Blah blah blah. Right, but sure. I wonder how many because there weren't a lot of shows on with with black characters anyway. So black people that were watching those TV shows <laughs> were, were watching I Dream like, of Genie. Hmm. Sounds and his voice sounds didn't different. even notice it. Oh well, just nothing. Yeah. Like didn't notice it at all because there's like there's just two white guys that are just like both clean cut. They always wear the same kind of you know thin tie guy. You They're know? both named Dick. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, um, uh, fairly famously, um, the mom on Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, yeah, that was one, recast because that there were. Famous, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, the mom in the first like season or two. Um, I never watched that regularly. She did not get along with Will Smith, and guess uh-huh. who the star of the show was? <laughs> so after um, some a lot of drama backstage and everything, they recast her, and they actually like hung a lampshade on it a couple of times. <laughs> um, do the whole like, wow, you've changed. You did. Yeah, you, Will, Will, you, Will, you Will says something yeah. like that. He's like, says, you look says like some, a whole new person. <laughs> says something like that to, to her at one point. Um, I think, I think, I think he says like, uh, there's something different about you. Like in the first scene, in the first episode where it's the new one, um, where they kind of joked about it. Do and then, like, I think, did you change your hair? I think something. Kind of thing. And yeah. I think Jazz, like, literally says, who are you? Like at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or something like that. He has some moment as well. Yeah, that they completely they just recast the, the character. Okay, now this is... Uh, the, the, all right, here's an interesting one in the comedy realm. Uh, MST3K, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Now, yes, it's true that they went through, in the course of their time, they've gone through some different human hosts, but they're all different characters. They're all playing different sure, characters. Joel, so it's and, di- Mike Joel and, and Mike. Yeah. yeah. Well, however... Um, for people who ha- only started watching, like in the Sci-Fi Channel days, you know, or, or even the new stuff, may not realize this, but in the very first 
season of MST3K, which is not very widely known because it was like, you know, that was the first season. It, right. Everything is it. It the, was it was on the comedy the channel, comedy channel and it was being introed by Penn yeah. Gillette of Penn and Teller <laughs> so so who weren't nearly as big as they are now and that was just a gig that he got yep. <laughs> so in between the Comedy Central days and the Sci Fi Channel days they did change who voiced um, Crow T Robot mm-hmm. because Trace Bulow who played him in the original era and was also Doctor Forrester. I think he he left, and so a, the a different guy was playing. Bill Corbett played him instead. That was but, that was later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That oh, one oh, is okay. well known because the, by then it was already well. That show was already known, yeah. so it was kind of a. They even played it off like, "Oh, you changed your uh, your bowling pin on your beak, and it changed your uh-huh. voice." You know, but before that, the first season. Had a different Tom, Tom Servo. Servo, which is because a lot of people know Tom Servo as Kevin Murphy, and from the second season all the way through, like even I think today, yeah, it's always been Kevin Murphy, except that in the first season it was actually Josh Weinstein who voiced Tom Servo. But there was like a lot of fan backlash, like we hate Servo's old voice, change his voice, and Kevin I Murphy actually took it over. Liked Servo's original voice. Josh I've Weinstein. only I've only seen one episode from the first oh, season. I've seen I saw that whole season. I saw the Crawling Eye. That's it, and it's been a long time since I saw that one. <laughs> Roseanne is another show that they they flipped it out. They flipped they replaced it. You know, recast the, the oh, character, right. and then they cast it back to the original yes. actress <laughs> in later seasons, and they hung a lampshade on it too, where um, Alicia Goranson played Becky uh-huh. um, early, and then she was replaced uh, by... replaced by Sarah Chalk. Yeah. Um, who then left the show and they brought back Alicia Gorenson. Yeah. And when she comes back in, in like they're like the whole episode, they're building up to like waiting for Becky to get home or something like mm-hmm. that. There's like this build up. We don't see the character for a long time. And then she finally comes in and Roseanne says, where the hell have you been? <laughs> <laughs> and the whole audience. Just, Cause it had been know, goes and, multiple yeah, seasons. It had yeah. been, you know, five seasons or whatever mm-hmm. it was. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it, interesting. If I may, real quick, touch back on Dark Shadows for a moment. There was uh, the, the, that sort of change, but then change back. It wasn't quite as long a time as this, but there was another character who, for the entire five-year run of the original show, and she was literally this actress played the same character and several other characters because that's the way Dark Shadows did in time travel. Uh, from literally day one, she was in the the second episode, and I think she was in the last episode, and she was in many in between. Somewhere in there in the, I think, 67 or 68 year, there was one episode and one episode only where without any explanation or (laughs) anything, someone else is playing that character. Maybe the original actress was sick and they just couldn't yeah, get out. I was out. say, probably she was sick. And couldn't get out of there like, well, a, we have to film a, this episode, we don't a have a daily, choice. It was a daily show, yeah. a half an hour daily show. And you don't really get an opportunity to, to you know, to put it off. So they just, <laughs> but then she's, so it's a different actress one time. Did the actress call in and one they, day and be like. I don't know. I have never like, looked into it. But. Guys, guys, it's coming out of both ends. I can't come into work today. <laughs> so, so in case anyone is curious, that is the character of Carolyn Stoddard, and the original actress is Nancy Barrett. And then somewhere in – I don't remember now at what point there is one episode where she's played by somebody else. But then like the very next time that it's that Carolyn's in there, it's Nancy Barrett again. I don't know why. I, I need to look into it, I guess. But it's just one of those funny things. It's like for one, for one day, they just look different, and you know, no one says anything. 
And now imagine somebody watching the show, getting into the show for the first time, and they watch the episode before that one, <laughs> and then they watch that episode, and then they watch Carol? the episode after that one, and they're sure that those are different characters. Yeah. <laughs> why would they name both characters Jane? Why, why would you confuse them? Whatever it was, right? Um, Mike, that 70s show. Yep. They replaced the character on... I watched it all, yeah. yeah. Lori, Lori Foreman. No, she just disappeared. And was replaced. No, they didn't replace her with anybody. They just wrote her off the show because the, the actress died. Christina Moore was cast in the role in the sixth season as a result. Oh, but they didn't really use her that much because I don't even remember it. Okay, well, there you <laughs> go. I, I thought you might have. Oh, let's see. Lots of lots of female characters getting replaced. Are there some dudes that got replaced here? Oh, Dario in Game of Thrones. Remember that giant mm. replacement where they got a much better actor to play the role? Yeah. Dario Naris. I'm holding on to one final Dark Shadows one for my last entry. Um, yeah, James Kent from True, True Blood. He's in the later seasons. Nobody knows who that is. Um, wasn't, What's True wasn't Blood? A, wasn't a terribly interesting <laughs> character to I'm begin kidding. with. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, there was... Uh, Riveting radio. Kefius uh, Onyango, who was... Not in, radio. If you ever watched, if you watched Sense8... <laughs> Not um, sense. I've heard of it, but I didn't see it. Um, the, the character he uh, was replaced after the first season. For those of you who are remembering who that is, he's the uh, the bus driver. Um, he's in an African country. I can't remember which one it is right off the top of my head, but his story is built around him trying to operate his bus, where they have this weird bus system where like individuals have buses and they paint them up and they name them and they they're like it's like oh it's like free market bus riding mm. so they're, they're like they're trying to get passengers to pay to, to, to ride on the bus and it's it's like kind of cutthroat <laughs> it's it seems odd but it's it's actually played out really well on the show marty's girlfriend jennifer got replaced oh yeah, yeah. in back to the future two and three sure. with elizabeth shoe who was in leaving las vegas with, <laughs> with with Oscar winning Nick Cage with, with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. So are we going to need to start doing a 6 degrees of Nicolas Cage now? <laughs> I was an Oscar I was an Oscar contender. Speaking of that 70s show, My Lacunas voices Meg Griffin on oh, Family yeah, yeah. Guy but not in the first season that was uh Lacey, Lacey Chabert from Party of 5. Yep. Right? Yeah. How'd she let that sweet cash cow get away Wasn't Lacey Chabert also, uh, she was also in the uh, 90s uh, movie version of Lost in Space, oh, wasn't wow. she? I'm pretty sure she was. She was in the movie, yeah. Yeah, she, she was, was the, Penny. the youngest daughter. Yeah, yeah she Penny. was Penny. Yep, yep. Wow, the, the movie Shrek was almost completely finished oh, yeah. with Chris Farley yeah. as the voice of Shrek, and they had to redo it with Mike Myers because Was it because Farley he died? died? Okay, oh, I'm sure it was because he died. That, that would make sense. Yep. This one seems so obvious. Doctor Who. <laughs> well, that's not really recasting. That's it's not intentional. the same thing. It's intentional recasting. Well, same and, with James well, Bond. Well, the thing about it was yeah. is that the recasting, it's like, you know, every iteration of the of the Doctor since then is because they established this. But what happened was the show was incredibly popular with the first actor, and the first actor didn't want to do it anymore, and the show revolved around the Doctor. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't conceive of really, they, they, they didn't feel that they could bring in like, like a whole new type of person. So they invented mm -hmm. the idea of the doctor regenerating into a new form. And that's what has allowed the show to live for 
a and bajillion about to say, years. Honestly, that was one of the best decisions that the show writers could have made because it opened the, the doors to just keep that going to, yeah, you can, to today. You can just keep stunt casting in popular people. And I mean, and yeah, there was a, people all sorts of cool. Yeah, know, there was a period of time it was opportunities off. and there was a period of time it was off the air for a while. But I mean, like yeah. it's it came back and it's still going strong to this day. So one of the best decisions they made. <laughs> Oh, Dick Sargent and Dick York played Darren on Bewitched. Not Bewitched. Oh, Bewitched. Not, Bewitched. Not that's, that's why I didn't remember noticing it, because I didn't watch that show. <laughs> not I Dream I watched Genie. I Dream Genie. I was thinking Bewitched, yeah. <laughs> I Dream Genie was the one with the, the, the guy she lived with was in the Air Force, and he had a buddy who was also in the Air Force, and they were constantly wearing their identical Air Force uniforms. And their uniforms, right, yeah. and, she, and he had a slave that he kept in a bottle. <laughs> and and and, and she and she bared her midriff except that they had to cover her belly button because God forbid women have belly buttons. So yeah. actually, she bared her, kind of bared the top of her torso more like yeah, <laughs> be, uh, below the boob down to just above the belly button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I that think, makes all I think the it sense was, in the world. It was fo- her, it was is that photos her solar of plexus. Yeah, something. I like think that. it is. Yeah, I think that it was photos. She bared her solar plexus. I think she was the first centerfold in Torso magazine. <laughs> torso. <laughs> Some hot torso skin. <laughs> For everything above the waist and below the nipple. Torso. <laughs> well, you know, it's that that it was it, it progressed from the, you know, the twenties like ankles. <laughs> when, when women started showing ankles and wrists again. Post Victorian era where they wore short shorter sleeves. Well, I mean, then you get into skirts. Star Trek and it's just like then all bets are off. You know, Star Trek mm-hmm. all kinds of belly button on that show. And I do oh, mean the original one. <laughs> The um, Batman movies. Who's the director that I? Whose name <laughs> I can't Burton? think of. No, the 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 more recent one. Uh, the good <sighs> ones. <laughs> the ones with Christopher Nolan. Thank you. The ones with uh, Christopher Nolan with Christian Bale. Yeah. Um, Rachel Dawes was Katie Holmes mm-hmm. in the first one, and Maggie Gyllenhaal in the second one. Which sucks because I, I didn't realize I was supposed to be the same character. I like because they Katie nothing Holmes. alike. Yeah, I like Katie Holmes. I'm not really as <laughs> and big a one fan was of a much better actor than the other. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> also, the second movie was just way, way better because it had the best Joker, in my that, opinion. That, that is fair. Oh, I didn't know this. Um, Morty Seinfeld was recast. Remember that? First season, different guy. Who was it? Uh, was, well, it doesn't say the act of, the order that they came in, so I, and I don't know either one of them really by name, but so it was Bill... Bill Bruns and Barney Martin. But yeah, it was a different guy in the first season. Buffy the Vampire Slayer was uh, Christy Swanson in the movie. Oh, like right going from the movie to the TV from show. Yeah. The TV show, but the original pilot had a different Willow. Yes, it, that's true. I've Riff Regan? Yep. I've seen the original, uh, like a scene from the original uh, pilot, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad Allison this, Hannigan got the This role. says Allison Hannigan's good as that. I think yeah. Riff Regan was fine, I think, but I think just Willow. She was she was a little like Riff Regan, in, if I remember correctly from the scene that I saw, she was a little too like tough and feisty. Mm. Whereas you know Willow, as mm. portrayed by Allison Hannigan, is she becomes that. Yeah, but she starts. But she starts but, out very mousy and quiet. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, this thing says she was too self confident and sexy. There you go. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'd heard people. And Willow s- became those things. She didn't start that way. I've heard pe- I'd heard people bef- uh, say. Hey, if you ever want to try watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you're probably not going to enjoy the first season. Just stick with it. It gets much better. And after having watched it, I can say 100% that is correct. The first season is admittedly kind of silly. You get past it. It is incredible. 
The so, thing, the thing, and I'm, I'm not saying the first season's bad. It's just mm-hmm. if you're not into the first season, just keep with it. Just try to stick it out. The second season really does get better, and it's from there. It's awesome. The uh, thing, the thing I like about the first season of Buffy, um, you know, it's now it's a shorter season, yeah, because it was a replacement show, but. Um, and there's there is the arc with the with the master mm-hmm. from the beginning to the end because mm-hmm. every season has their arc with the big bad, but the the kind of the neat thing of watching the first season was they were they were finding ways when they made each episode to be like we're gonna take this thing that happens in high school and we're gonna make a monster around it, and so there's the you know the the uh, Xander kind of having a crush on his teacher mm-hmm. and how she and she kind of comes on to him and then she ends up being like a praying mantis lady that's going to bite his head off after mm-hmm. they have sex you know they, they like and there's a there's an episode i think it's in the first season called the pack which is about clicks mm-hmm. in high school um where it's literally like a bunch of kids like like a, this, this click of of students like become like ravenous hyenas and they like mm-hmm. eat. i remember they, that they, one they murder and eat the principal i remember that one yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. so they take they t- like each episode has like this very high school trope this thing that everybody dealt with and they're, they're really blatant in that first yeah. season. So it's kind of fun. And then because the show gets more subtle with that stuff as it goes along. Do I miss my guess? Do I remember correctly that at least one of the principals of the school was played by Armin Shimmerman? Yes. That's what I thought. Who played Cork in Star Trek? Okay. Little bald guy. Yeah. You were, you were like going, ah, oh, over something a second ago, Mike. What was that? Well, he's, he's the principal <laughs> that lasts the longest. Yeah. Because yeah. they kill principals before that. He's he's a, a featured player in the third season. He's he's in a lot of episodes. Anyway, what are you on about, Mike? So, Claudia Wells played Jennifer Parker in Back to the Future, mm-hmm. replaced by Elizabeth Shue, as we said. And if I if I had time to prepare for this, <laughs> I okay. would have had these all in order. But um, no, that was the reason for that, and I didn't look that up. I I know this because I'm a Back to the Future nerd. Uh, her mother. Claudia Wells had cancer or something oh. or was like, you know, dying. And so she, that's why she didn't reprise the role. She went to be with her family. She was like, I have to take care of my family, which is usually not a reason <laughs> that people get recast. Yeah. It's usually because of something bad they do, not something amazing they do. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty uh, legitimate reason to yeah. bow out of that one. Un- unlike Crispin Glover, <laughs> who was such a douche that they that they replaced him in two and three with a lookalike guy who had basically no role named Jeff, and they hung Jeffrey him upside Weissman. Down. Yeah, they hung, hung him upside, upside down, down so you wouldn't in notice. old age prosthetics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and hope that nobody would notice. And just anyway. kept kept him in the background. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just had him say stuff like that like mom is up there saying all sorts of yeah. marty and he's just in the back i don't know lorraine because <laughs> he's still the hen-pecked husband <laughs> oh boy which makes me think that because he's he becomes he's hen-pecked and kind of and and subservient and he's a, like a you know like bip uh, pushes him around at the beginning and then by the end at the end because he stood up to bip as a as a teenager he's like confident in everything but then somehow he reverts to that by the time he gets older like he just like water will find its own level i guess like he becomes kind of uh, but that was because of the casting thing yeah <laughs> they, they, they kind of took the confidence away from the character made him kind of uh. mm-hmm. <sighs> so there you go that all right well fun. i said so i have one more that one oh, yeah, yeah. and this one because it's got kind of a, a it's a nifty little touch to it um 
So this is, again, in, uh, bringing this one into Dark Shadows, and this one's one that has a payoff that, that took a while to, to happen because it's one of those things where something said in an early episode um, when the mythos was not very well developed led to something really kind of fun happening when it was more developed. So um, there was a character in the uh, – in the it was like one of the big major plot characters from the – from the early days called Burke Devlin, and he was played by an actor named uh, Mitchell Ryan, who would go on to play Commander Riker's father in Star Trek. As well. Okay. Um, and uh, during an early episode of uh, the show, which I not too long ago rewatched, he is in the main Collins family home, and he looks up at a uh, painting of one of their ancestors, and uh, Jeremiah Collins, and he's uh, Jeremiah is the one who like built the house that they live in and everything, and they're all like, you know, and he's he kind of looks up at him, and he's like, he must have been some kind of great guy or something, you know, like that, you know. It's a kind of a it, it's clearly meant to be sort of I'm buttering up the my hosts kind of stuff. Well, then fast forward a couple of years, Barnabas has entered the show. A lot of things have changed. Among the things, got a vampire. <laughs> exactly. Woo. Um, <laughs> among the things that happens, Calm down, Bella. the character of Burke Devlin gets recast <laughs> to a new character, a new actor, Anthony George. Um, and then one of the things that once Barnabas came a, became a very popular character, they wanted to, uh, the people to see his origin story. Thus, we got our first ever time travel to 1795 to see the time period where the main Collins house was being built and they were still living in the smaller house before and they were getting ready to move in. And Jeremiah was there. But during that point, they had made some changes to the that version of the family history. And Jeremiah wasn't really the only major person up there. He was just kind of the brother of the main uh, patriarch of the family and he kind of had this 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 whole like thing well anyway um dark shadows of course was uh common to reuse the same actors to play their own ancestors in the time travel episodes and sure, so why wouldn't you? all of this to build up to saying they chose anthony george who played burke devlin the second actor to play him to be the actor to play jeremiah now if you then take that and say if you technically say that the actors don't matter and you're looking at the character only, now Victoria Winters called him Burke at first because he looks just like him. So canonically, when in those early episodes, Burke Devlin saunters into Collinwood, looks up at the portrait and makes some smarmy comment about how Jeremiah Collins must have been some great looking guy. He's basically talking about someone who looks exactly yeah. like himself, <laughs> canonically. <laughs> So it's one of those things that just it takes a long time to pay off. But when you, but if you know it, when I watched that episode and, I, and he said that, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> so there you go. Clever. That's a hell of a long payoff for a joke. It is. It's a long payoff. How many? Three seasons? Three? Se- no, that- no. It, it, that pay, uh, that w- probably would have been in late '67. So like. Two years, maybe okay, two. at most. Okay. A year and a half, two years. Is that like most. the Beetlejuice joke from Beetle Beetlejuice joke from Community? Third <laughs> season, I think. <laughs> I don't remember what season. It wasn't the first season because the show hadn't gotten completely weird yet. Um, but in one of the later weird weird seasons, they had a Beetlejuice joke on Community where somebody said. In conversation, the name Beetlejuice mm-hmm. in one episode. Oh, I remember. You, you, and then you several episodes that. later, somebody else said Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice in a conversation. And then it was the Halloween episode. Somebody says Beetlejuice. And somebody time. dressed as Beetlejuice walks, walks behind the window. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I remember way back when I was first back when Katie May and I had just watched Community. You were you told told me that story. It's just been a couple years. Wow, it's been a long time since we watched Community. God, it's been. I've rewatched some episodes recently. Man, that show is so weird and fun. I want to rewatch it from the beginning. And, to and watch uh, it get weird, and get watch it all the way through because I never saw season six because it was on that six weird Yahoo streaming. <laughs> they never did the movie. Huh? No, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like Community, another one that you would probably like because Katie May and I have literally just watched it the entire thing through twice because it's really easy to do. Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny's funny. Letter Kenny's very it's funny. Very bizarre. You've talked about it, yeah. yeah well, e- each episode, each season only has six episodes, and some of them have a holiday episode that's not really part of the main like timeline but there's six episodes in eight seasons i mean like it's super easy to binge they're only like 25 minutes and they're hilarious i recommend it um also as long as we're recommending things um mm-hmm. watch dispatches from elsewhere mm-hmm. i'm up to speed three episodes that show is weird <laughs> <laughs> i'm having fun though hoping that it goes somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and isn't just well i mean Right now, each being episode, each episode is focusing off and yeah. Each episode tangents. is focusing on a character. We're getting to know the four main characters, mm-hmm. and so the next episode is going to be the fourth character. And then at that point, okay, we better start to see progression Something of the story, happen, and not just you know. weirdness for the sake of weirdness and character development. Um, but I really have you won have you watched it? The first one. Um, that's it. The narrator that comes on at the beginning and kind of. Sets things yeah, up the for leader, the head of the he's Jujun also the, Institute. He's also the head of the Jujun Institute. Um, yeah, he continues to to do that, and he has like the I love the the bit where he like <laughs> I, uh, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he's like you know I'm going to spare you the time that it would take to spend you know an episode long getting to know this person, and he kind of compresses what you need to know about the character in like ten minutes. He, like no, he says two minutes. By the t- well, he, right, he does it in two minutes. But like in each each episode, there's like there's some portion of it where it's like you oh, he get does to, that. You he's get doing know, that for everybody. You get to know okay. that character very quickly. Like here's the important things to know about this character very quickly at the beginning of their episode. Now we'll get back to the story. That's Does he do that? And they, and they do it, it a little differently each Awkward time. long pause oh, in every episode, no, no, or is that just, just the first one? That was great. <laughs> I thought that was really good because... I was like, it, I thought... The show starts I thought, with the camera on this guy's face. Is the just, DVR broken? Did, did it just yeah. pause? And then I, you, you see something, something. Like, he moves just a little bit, and, and it's he, like, oh, okay. This guy just stands, okay. is looking Sitting the there camera. looking at the camera. He's at a desk looking into the camera. Goofy smile on his face. Now that I have your attention. <laughs> and it's like a good 30 it's, seconds. It's well, maybe not quite maybe. that long, but it's a long time. It's like one of those things where you're it's, like, this is a long pause. Oh, they're doing a thing. And then you're like, this is really long. <laughs> and then he starts talking. Is my DVR broken? Oh, no. Okay. Like, did, did I this hit a glitch? Did it just freeze up did on I hit me? pause by accident? Did the stream freeze? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it gets your attention. It does. <laughs> like I was absolutely wrapped. I was like, "Oh, I'm listening to this guy." <laughs> At that moment, like it's it's cleverly done. Anyway, we got a question. We do. Nice. Yay! I love the Kevin questions. Everyone loves the Kevin questions. <laughs> it's true. We did a poll. <laughs> <laughs> All two people who responded. <laughs> now it's three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. One f- Kevin didn't respond to the poll. Yeah. <laughs> or, he doesn't like his own questions. He was, he was busy writing his question. <laughs> or maybe he did, but he responded as Mrs. Question. I was about to say, possible. didn't we get Mrs. Mm. Kevin the question last time I was on? I think it was. I, anyway. Maybe. Anyway. 
we'll have to see if we can talk to her sometime. Yeah. Prove that she's real. <laughs> Mrs. Question. We keep talking about Mrs. Question. Anyway. We've heard we... her in the background. Yes, we have. 140 question. Sometimes people name the product they invent after themselves, and then the brand transcends the name. Which product would be the coolest to share a last name with? <laughs> I am stuck between Zamboni or Jacuzzi. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Well, given those two choices, I would pick Zamboni. Quorn. <laughs> I'm Quag Quorn. <laughs> Quag Quorn. Quag Quamble. Quag Quorn. Quag Quorn Quamble. I'm just going with Quorn because okay, what? Uh, let's weird brand. Well, it's got to be something fun or weird, right? Zamboni, like like you, you know, Zamboni is that's just a fun word to say because it sounds like it sounds like 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 a superhero thing zam like something mm-hmm. you'd see written in yeah. the comics and then it's also bony yeah it's got bone in it <laughs> well, see i keep thinking of things that wouldn't really be a last name like i'm i'm really amused when i'm doing grocery shopping by the uh the um the bakery brand good to dough sure but that wouldn't really be a, a name you know mm-hmm. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of something can I be Craig Schenectady? Because I love that name. <laughs> Schenectady. Well, so I'm assuming Schenectady is named after a person whose one last would, name was Schenectady. One would think so. Or yeah. it, it, might be, it might be a bastardization I have of been, like, some Native American word. I have been to Schenectady, New York yeah, in 2003. Sure what, I'm not sure what the origin is. Oh, um, boy. Gosh. I'm trying to think of a, of a fun brand name. He, he picked the two good ones. Yeah, like a brand name <laughs> Schenectady is derived from a Mohawk word. Ska, oh, there you go. Ska, sk, schenectady, meaning beyond the pines. <laughs> so you are Craig beyond the pines. Sure. <laughs> That's fair. I'm looking at trying to find a list of weird brand names. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I've got one. I've got one. Okay, got one. okay. Here one. we go. Here we go. Ando Zote. Zote. What's zote? Zote is a, a laundry soap that people use to, they shave it as part of making homemade laundry detergent, which is actually not a good idea. So, okay. And you shouldn't do that. If you do it, you shouldn't. Okay. Can I be Craig iPhone X? <laughs> That's not a brand name. That's no, a it's product. pronounced iPhone 10. <laughs> Mine isn't. I had an X on the box. You want to know what I want to be called? Well, there is Tim Apple, right? You know, Tim Apple. <laughs> the guy who runs Apple. Jeez. So <laughs> that's a good one. There you go, Kevin. <laughs> that could that could be my dad's. Yeah. He could be Tim Apple. Yeah, you're Tim. Yeah, he's Tim. No, I want to be Mike Crapper. <laughs> after there you go. after the Crapper. Invented by Thomas Crapper. But not because it's toilet related, although that does feature heavily in my reasoning. I want to be Mike Crapper because when you say it fast it sounds like you say, did, yeah. I'm sorry, did you say your name is Mike Rapper? And then I get to say, no, it's Mike Crapper. Also, it sounds like my crapper. My crapper. <laughs> um, although your last name, you could just add a letter to the end and you are um, like, it actually sounds like a, a brand name. Ooh, Brock. Brock's. Oh, yeah. The Kansas, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought of it. I'd like you to meet my friend Mike, Mike, my crapper. You poop on him? <laughs> yeah. 
I, I thought of another Nobody one. Nobody lets me. I thought of another one, and I don't mean for them to all start Everybody's with Everybody's got their kink. That's with fine. Z, but... Uh, Back to the toilet paper again. Andozoodle. Zoodle? Zoodle. Oh, boy, what's Zoodle? You don't know what... Zoodle is a little thing that you use. It's a little the kitchen implement that you put zucchini in, and it makes zucchini noodles. Zoodle. Oh, okay. Zoodle. Okay. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegetable spaghetti? Yeah. And it, or veggetti, as it is sometimes Vigetti. called. Which to me just sounds like a really, you know, weird name for a feminine hygiene product. You know? <laughs> That's Vagetti. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're getting that confused with the Vagetti. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> They're right next to each other on the shelves, you know. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh, I'd like to be. <laughs> That's a small store. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get those two implements mixed up. Ouch. Can I be Craig DeLorean? <laughs> you might actually sure. take it somewhere further than the actual people had. That company's like in the can, isn't it? No. They're uh Or can I be Craig Edsel? Ooh. <laughs> Named after the, the Fredo of the Fords. <laughs> Fredo. <laughs> Edsel. <laughs> you really disappointed me. <laughs> Edsel. <laughs> you broke my heart. I'm smart. <laughs> Not like they say. <laughs> not, or not not stupid like they say. No, a company in uh, a company in Texas bought all of the everything that was left over inside the factories in Northern Ireland mm-hmm. and the rights to the name. Oh, okay. And they they do business as the DeLorean Motor Company. They build new cars out of the old parts and they will uh, refurbish your DeLorean for you. Hmm. Restore it. Fun. Yeah. So there you go. You can still get a stainless steel car. You can gull, get it. with gull wings that are that, <laughs> that actually really, work that work, but that that's hard to get out of. <laughs> Is it? Um, and they have like you know all the new fancy electronics in them. You can get them with you know like a, a Apple CarPlay touchscreen thing and all digital everything. I've heard that that's actually like the pain in the ass thing about the, the gull wing. Is it's actually difficult to get in and out because think about when you get in and out of your car, how much you use the door. You know, most people when they get out of the car, they. Really, steady, nothing, they, they'll yeah. steady themselves. Really, steady themselves on the door. Well, you say think about how how much I use it. I don't use it at all. <laughs> well, you're 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 a, I, you're a rare beast, Ando. Plenty of people. I've actually. I know this is a weird thing to get complimented on. I have been complimented on the smoothness with which I enter a car. <laughs> I'm serious. Wow. In college, one of my friends who I was giving a ride to got in the passenger side of my uh, of my car first, and they were looking at me as I got in and like, wow, that was like. It's kind of smooth. It's kind of like got in all in one smooth motion. Like, wow. And I'm like, uh, okay. Is, is, Strange is, thing to get all excited about. Is that, what, is that what won Katie May over? Did she see you get into a car and go, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Did you I, see that, the I way he got into the, the man, car? So. That is the man for me. I don't think so. But so Katie May, if that's what got you. Um, <laughs> something tells me that's not what got her to like me. <laughs> I, hope, I hope there was more than that. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> Seems... From having met both of you, I'm I'm reasonably sure there is, but uh, wouldn't that be the like it's, like like especially considering that we just hit twelve years married? I was one or three, three, but it, but actually, it could right? be no three anniversaries, twelve years. Right, it's a difference. Three anniversaries. Yes, it yes. could. It, it, it maybe it's not the thing that won her over, like that tipped the scale, but mm-hmm. maybe it's like the cherry on top. Like she, <laughs> all these great qualities she saw, and then she was like, and he gets in the car, and she's and she's telling her girlfriends about it, and he's you know he's he's really funny and he's smart and he's compassionate. And he's you know he's. He's a great kisser and all the stuff. And then oh, and thank you, you should see him get into a car. Like, <laughs> all the girls are like, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like he's covered in lube. I think we're done. I think we're done. <laughs> um, this is Craig KY signing off <laughs> from Nerd Burger. And this is Mike Astroglide saying thanks for listening. <laughs> this is Ando Vaseline. Slumber anytime. <laughs> Going old school. And that's oil based and it'll break down your latex. A petroleum jelly. <laughs> um, and oh, what latex? Where can they find you, Ando? Anywhere they want me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, no, in all seriousness, <laughs> in all seriousness, um, first and foremost, uh, uh, my Shadows of a Dark Past podcast uh, at Facebook.com, uh, Facebook, Twitters, and Instagram at uh, S-O-A-D-P podcast. My uh, website is soadppodcast.com, and all the rest are just the usual. Or just me directly at theamazingando.com or facebook.com slash andovalentine. And uh, Mike? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com at Nerdburger Show on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And? Oh, you can go to uh, nerdburgergames.com to uh, look at the game stuff. You can go to drivethroughrpg.com. Quam. Dot quam. <laughs> um, and get some quapers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can buy stuff there. So, there you go. If you really want to. <laughs> This has been a very viscous episode. <laughs> On the next episode of Nerdburger, Craig discusses people receiving deluxe capers hardcovers that didn't realize they were getting one because I'm sending one out to every contributor from the original book two <gasps> years ago. What? They don't know they're coming because I have all their addresses because I had to send them a POD copy. Nice. They're also getting one of these. For free? Yeah. Wow. Whether they, whether they backed and some, some some people backed it, but those even those who didn't, I'm sending them on. Well, you're just so nice. And they don't know unless they're listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's so cool of you. Ugh. Just quit it out. Quit it. Wait, no. Wait, no. <laughs> oh. That, no. That's why I went with quit it out. It doesn't yeah. go the same way. All righty. <laughs>